0: Hello, this is Amanda Mendoza-Hawkins, the Tex-Mex at the northern border. I just want to thank you so much for taking the time to listen and just learn a little bit about how God and Jesus can uh, change your life through testimonies and reflection and um, scripture. Today I just wanted to go ahead and um, really just kind of give a personal testimony on how um, I was able to fix myself with God and Jesus, on getting of a path of um, really healing and looking at my soul, my mind, and my body, and how that um, connects my entire life. And I really found it through giving my life to Jesus. And He started to work on me on a whole new rebirth after that. Um, It started with small baby prayers, I was basically someone that wasn't going to church, still wasn't reading the Bible yet because I didn't know how to do that. And But I was trusting Him and I was following. And quickly after that, um, reading the Bible and reflecting on my life and my sins uh, then turned into repentance. And like I said, a rebirth through Christ Jesus. And I just wanted to really emphasize on how getting your soul right to then get in your mind, right? And last, your body following, um, can really help you maintain a disciplined life in Christ to where you're, you're filled with joy and peace and faith and hope. And when life kicks you down and you're just facing trials and adversities and maybe illness or a loss of a job or losing everything or death, um, being on that balanced path with God really will help you maintain your uh, the health of your soul and your mind and your body. Because you can't be useful to yourself um, and others if you are unhealthy in one of those three areas. So today I, just, um, I have my husband, Tim Hawkins. He um, has been on this path with me too. And together we have been saved. We have... Um, Tithed with churches for the past few years We read the Bible and we reflect and we work out And we've uh, not only done that But we've been able to work on our own growth with God Growth in our marriage, growth in our parenting And like I said, I just I really feel like these three These three steps on starting with your soul And then healing your mind will then help when you maintain those and you have a discipline with God and those areas of your life, your body follows. And that's when you see true growth because between the both of us, we've lost nearly a hundred pounds. I think it was about a 90, 90 pounds. I know I was 50, 50 something.
1: I was about 35, 40. So, yeah.
0: So about 90 pounds we lost together in a year's time. Yeah. But that didn't, you know, that came with a few years of investing, in those two areas before that had happened. So um, I just wanted to just another thing to start getting your soul on path. For me, I think it started with prayer, uh, reading the word, reflecting on that word and my uh, life and my sins, repenting on that, Um, then became a rebirth in Christ. And it was a whole new path of going You know, walking into life and when things hit you, you being able to get through that. And so I guess what I wanted to say um, in the beginning is start with, start simple. Put a prayer list together. Um, Pick a space in your house or in your apartment or wherever you're living. And if it's not a big space, keep a little box. You know, something bigger than a shoebox that you can keep like a prayer book in. um, Maybe a book that you're reading to help help guide you through things. um, Testimonial type book or a book uh, about Jesus or God and keep your Bible in there. And um, then that's like a little space that you can have every day or you can pull out and take your space. For me, my space is in the basement. I wake up around 4, 35 o'clock. I get down to the basement. Um, I'd go down there with my water. I have my book. I have a little bag I carry down every day to the basement. has all my stuff in it. And um, I sit on my old lady bike, and I read about an hour of scripture. And that usually start, um that first started with when it t- took me four years to get through the Bible, um, and le- really just let it wash over my soul. Was um, I started with a chapter or two a day in Genesis, in the beginning of the Old Testament, and then um, once I got through um, the first two books of the Bible, I then added on Matthew. Because I was just really hungry for Jesus' love and his promise and the good news and the new covenant. And you'll find that out when you start reading and the word just starts washing over you. Um, I also would advise reading one chapter a day in Proverbs. Um, Oh, gosh, that's just so powerful. There's a chapter, there's 31 chapters, so there's basically a chapter for the day if it's the first of the month, you start on the 1st. If you're starting on the 10th, start on the 10th. And just work your way through. Um, at the end, if you have to read a few more chap, a couple chapters in one day, because maybe there's, you know, it's February or there's only 30 days, that's okay. Um, but I'm just, every day, just keep, just always have a chapter. And that'll take about two minutes. It's not even that long of time to... Um, to spend in the Word that will be so impactful. And Proverbs is something you could start reading in the morning if you don't have time to sit in the morning and read like that. Proverbs will get you started. And then you could work on the other two books and the other chapters, you know, starting the beginning either in the evening um, instead of being on social media and watching TV or listening to music that may not be um, godly. It talks about depression and sad things. You want to make sure that you start taking that out of your life, those old habits. And uh, could you'd be really surprised on what the world can impress on you through images and music and TV and um, talk radio and such. It's just um, mm-hmm. when you change that, you start seeing your soul grow. And you start seeing your soul heal. And those desires will start falling away. I just really feel that the Bible is a daily manual, for you to strive and serve and survive with God and Jesus in your hearts. Um, This life is hard, and it's really, there's always going to be transition. There's always going to be adversities, trials, letdowns, illness, death, disappointment, sometimes maybe loss of income, loss of assets, someone's betrayed you. And so that's why the Bible is so powerful, because it's literally a manual of getting through this life, because this life on earth is to prepare you for heaven and moving on to a new consciousness and, and what God and Jesus have stored for us. So <clears throat> I just want to talk again um, after reading and reflecting, when you start to repent, You'll see a change in your life, and you'll stop those bad habits, and, um, and that's where your discipline starts growing because then you start picking up a little bit at a time obedience and being reborn in Christ Jesus and really trying to um, hold Jesus' hand while you're getting on that path with God and staying straight. Sometimes you have to sit still. Sometimes once you get on there, you're like, oh, my gosh, it took me forever to get out of those woods or that desert or, you know, or I was that feeling of drowning or being stuck in a cave. And and so when you get out of there, sometimes you're just breathing for a little little bit and that's okay. And Jesus is there to stand with you. And, you know, people are going to fall from your life during this time. They may come back, you know, because when you love someone or they love you. Sometimes you got to step away and you got to have that growth and then and then they come back into your life or maybe they don't. But regardless when when things are taken from you, God has something better waiting for you. And that's always the way. It's always the way it is. Um, wanted to just give a quick scripture in Isaiah 55 uh 2:3. It reads Why spend money on what is not bread, and your labor on what does not satisfy? Listen, listen to me, and eat what is good, and you will delight in the riches of fare. Give ear, and come to me. Listen, that you may live. I will make an everlasting covenant with you. My faithful love promised to David. In that scripture, it basically... um, talks about what you put into your body it's not necessarily talking about food though it is you want to make sure that you start taking all the processed stuff out and eating leaner meat even less meat a week um eating more fruits and vegetables thinning out your diet cutting snacks things like that but also i think that really talks about putting the word into you you know, filling yourself with goodness. Uh, I just feel like we have lost um, how fast the world goes. The nice and peaceful moments that you get to sit in quiet, that you don't have anything on, you're not looking at a phone, you're just maybe staring out of the window or just staring at Pete in peace um, and just reflecting or sitting still and waiting for God to come talk to you. And those are the moments where you start seeing true growth and clarity. Um, and that is just something that is really powerful and will start healing your soul and your, body, and your mind and your body soon to follow. Um, I just wanted to read a couple of other scriptures too. Ezekiel 37, scriptures 5-6. This is what the Sovereign Lord says to these bones. I will make breath enter you, and you will come to life. I will attach tenders to to you and make flesh come upon you and cover you with skin. I will put breath in you, and you will come alive. Then you will know what I am, the Lord. And you start doing this, and like I said, you're going to start transitioning. Colors are going to look brighter. Your life is going to look brighter. You're gonna, you're gonna start feeling God's victories in your life. You're gonna start seeing the desire to want to help people or even just notice people. I mean, for the past two years of being social distancing, groups have lost, been lost, family, friends, etc. Just acknowledging the beauty of humanity again um, will come through you. And there's another scripture. Isaiah 42, 5. This is what God, the Lord, says, the creator of the heavens, who stretched them out, who spreads out the earth with all that springs from it, who gives breath to its people and life to those who walk on it. And that's another beautiful scripture on how when you start healing your soul, God will start carrying you. Isaiah fifty three ten. Yet it was the Lord's will to crush him and cause him to suffer. And though the Lord makes his life an offering for sin, he will see his offerings and prolong his days. And the will of the Lord will prosper in his hands. So he will take that dead life of yours, those dry bones of yours, and bring them to life. And... By healing your soul and your mind and your body, you will then have a life that is not suffering anymore, and will have a life that's filled with abundance and longevity. And that's just something that um, getting those three sectors of yourself healthy will not only benefit you but benefit the people around you. I mean, how would you describe it, Tim, on how different I am you are in our marriages?
1: You know, when we first got together and we weren't reading the Bible, we were completely lost in our marriage. We didn't know what it was about. We had no idea. We just thought that's what you're supposed to do, right? In Mm -hmm. life, you're just supposed to get married. So, you know, the Bible is a life book. You know, it teaches you life. And I think a lot of times when you're outside of religion and you're not part of it, you have no idea who Jesus Christ is. You know, a lot of times you just think it's a book that tells you how you should act and who you should be angry with? And this person you need to judge, but then when you actually start reading it and you actually start realizing, it's nothing that the world was telling you it is, and you actually start realizing it's a life book and it teaches you how to have a good marriage, how to carry yourself. You're talking about proverbs, right? You're talking about reading proverbs every day. Today's the seventeenth. A lot of times, proverbs can save you during yes. the day. I mean, there's there's you might get hit with something in life that day, and you can read Proverbs. Here it is, uh, Proverbs 17, um, 27. He who has knowledge restrains and is careful with his words, and a man of understanding and wisdom has a cool spirit, self-control, and even temper, right? Yeah. So let's just say, you know...
0: If you started your day like that right when you woke right, up... right
1: that, that, that gets implanted in your head. And a lot of times throughout the day, you actually will think about what you read. Um, so you're looking in Proverbs. You may, Your boss may say something to you, um, may give you loads of work or something, just and it's Monday and you're not having a good day. Or maybe just there's a co-worker. It could be coming home with your wife, right? And your wife is, says something to you. Your body... Or like your flesh out. or whatever wants you to just explode on the person and just yell at them and, and, and just go crazy, right? But you read that and it can stop you and it can help you in the moment say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be cool here. I'm just going to do the work. I'm going to not just think of the first thing that comes in my mind and explode on somebody, you know. I'll be even tempered and I'll think about what I want to say. Or sometimes it's other things in Proverbs that you can read, but that's just like an example is all. But I mean, like when we started out, we were, I mean, you're not hiding it. You were a very angry ch- person. a very I mean,
0: angry person.
1: I mean, there were so many times you yelled at me for no reason and, and just tore into me. I also, you know, was could be very distant at times and, and just not very loving person. And I think a lot of times the Bible just helps you in in those parts of your life to where you're and especially when you're both reading it, it can really bring you close. I mean, people just do not realize how much of the Bible is a life book to improve your life. I mean, when we say things like reading the Bible can get you healthy, that for some people, are like, what? You know, Jesus is a trainer, too. What is he, I mean, what does he do? Like, does he teach you yoga or something? You know, it's just like, but when you read it, like you said, centering your life, control of every part of your life, suddenly things like working out becomes easier. And what I do every day is I found the book The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. And uh, he just it's a really good book that just tells you, do this in the morning. I mean, I would get up about 5.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. I remember the first time that I was doing that, you thought you couldn't do it. You just yep. thought, there's no way I can get up that early and have I energy throughout birth, the day. I birth, that
0: was breastfeeding. Right. Yeah.
1: You know, I get up at 5.30 in the morning sometimes brush my teeth, drink water. I read one chapter in the Old Testament and one chapter in the New Testament. And then I read Proverbs. And then I go into my workout routine. And I'll talk to these guys right here real quick. When you're like me and you get in your 40s, doing what you were doing in your 20s just doesn't work anymore. Your body starts breaking down. So what I used to like to do is lift weights and run, sometimes punch a bag. When you're older, your back starts killing you, your, you know, your joints start hurting. So I needed to look for another workout. So I was looking around. I used to like wrestling back in the day. Diamond Dallas Page, for anybody who might not know him
0: He's early from Texas.
1: T- he's well-known because he started his career much later. I think he, his, when he was in his prime, I think he was in his late 30s, maybe even. Uh,
0: 40s, I think. Um,
1: but he blew his back out, and... You know, he went through therapy and everything, and, and he's created his own workout with therapy, with yoga, and all these other things. He's combined it all. And, you know, he used to call it DDP yoga. Now he calls it DDP-Y. And you can actually—his um, workouts are great for people that are in their 40s and older. It's awesome. I mean, if you go on— All
0: different levels of it. And- right. And— What's nice about it, he calls it the diamond cutter. And I think that this fits perfectly in it because he'll call it the diamond cutter. And when you look at it, um, you know, there's four corners to a diamond. So you have, for me, it became, I work on my soul every morning. I get my mind straight, my body straight, which then aligns my whole life. And so for me, I wake up early. I get on this little seat bike where I have a table next to me with my Bible. I read for an hour. Um, when I'm not in my late pregnancies, the past three years I've been pregnant, I do the elliptical and then I do DDPY, and it's a great time for me. Um, it's a whole program. He's got all different kinds of workouts on there from all different kinds of people. From
1: extremely beginner, I mean, like yeah, literally extreme beginning, starting like out, out in of your bed, bed. like yes. working out in your bed. If you're so disabled, you know he he has like crazy stories where. You know, people are in crutches, and now they're fully sprinting.
0: Yeah, like, fully sprinting, lifting weights, and, you know...
1: And the reason I would say that the workout's so great, if you have bad knees, if your back hurts after you've run or you've lifted weights, your joints are killing you, yeah. this workout literally will fix all that. You'll literally start doing this workout.
0: Because you worked with a, right. a chiropractor doctor.
1: You're right. A yoga doc is what he yeah, calls a it. Yeah, yoga but doc. what's great about it is like for me, I had a I have a bad back. My family has history of bad backs. I have a messed up knee because I played soccer in my youth. It flares up every once in a while. So when I was trying to lift weights and trying to do all this, the when I was doing in my twenties, it just wasn't working. I have pain, and, and then it would just, I would stop.
0: And what's nice about this is that you can, you can tailor it to yourself. He always right. says, you know, make it your own, and so. What I do during that time is that I can focus on him, you know, and you start feeling, you start pushing your body to the limits and you start really just pushing and breathing. And during those times, emotions will come up, you know, reflections of repentance will come up. And I use that time to pray, too. Because it's so nice to be able to watch him, and it's so instructional breakdown. Your mind can focus on two things. Your mind will eventually, when you start training and disciplining your mind, you can actually think and pray during that time and also watch him and improve your body. Because I've been pregnant the past three years. I'm, going, I'm two weeks out or less than two weeks out from giving my second home birth, my final birth, unassisted. And I have a lot on my plate, so I've got to constantly juggle two or three things at the same time and for me you know watching him and all of these just strongly instructional videos frees my mind and my soul up to focus on god because i thank jesus that i have that obedience and that discipline with him and being in the word and improving my body every day every day i do that and that's what keeps me it helps me keep me level during the day while i'm dealing with babies and getting all the things that I need to get done for God during the day and my life in general, and you'll start seeing that because when your soul is healed, your mind will follow. And then your mind, instead of holding anxiety and not being it and, and you know almost being negative against yourself, it will then sit in peace and will have love and constant um, excitement about growth and transition in your life. And so um, when you get into that routine, and, it, you know, like Tim was saying, it slowly starts happening, and then it clicks. And it usually takes about 30 days for a new habit. And with those new habits, you know, your body will start, and your bo- you know, your whole world will kind of change, and old things will start falling away. I think one thing that really helped us get our body, too, was... Um, I stopped watching things for pure entertainment and started watching things to learn and to grow.
1: Right. You're not feeding your body, you're also feeding your mind.
0: Exactly. And I took all of that social media and entertainment TV and music out of the way, and I started watching documentaries about food. And I found most of that, probably watched over 150 hours, no joke, about food what's good, what's bad. Um, how to, how each individual kind of is tailored to, you know, to their own kind of diet, but you can still come together as a family and eat. We do smoothies in the mornings. Um, right. You know, we eat a lot less meat. I only probably eat maybe three to four meat meals a month. Um, and I just feel so much better for me because I have just a lot really bad intergestion and heartburn and so i've got to really watch what i eat i also found i feel sick i put onions in my socks i wrap them around my feet it helps the immune system um it helps build uh, it helps get toxins out of your body that was we're on vitamin regimens when right. you just start learning about all these things when when you're focusing on not only improving yourself but improving the people that are in your household Yeah, it's great
1: for your children to watch that.
0: No, for sure. And I just feel like um, you're putting that example out there. You know, I wouldn't ask them to eat vegetables while I'm eating, you know, a chicken fried steak next to them and eating a big chocolate pie. I wouldn't do that. (laughs) And, you know, you start, when you start seeing like, man, what I'm really putting in my body really reflects on what I'm reflecting to the world, what I'm putting out to the world. Right. And so that's why in order to have all, you know, to all three sectors of your life, your soul, your mind and your body aligned for your entire life, it takes those type of things to help you grow. And it's not going to happen overnight, but my goodness, you start no. one day and you 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 take a reflection of a year of that really changing your life, you will not only feel better, but you will you will f- feel better physically and mentally and people right. around you will start seeing that and they'll be like what's different about you and you'll be like jesus <laughs> yeah. and when you start eating healthier you eat less food right i mean it's- that's just true you just start eating less food because you don't need all of those empty calories your body's not craving it
1: it's also the other aspect of it is is that sometimes you don't realize what you're eating is actually hurting your body and causing inflammation and making you sick and making you feel terrible. We started, You start watching those documentaries and yep. start learning about food. What was causing inflammation and everything? And you take that out, and you you put that power of knowledge in your brain. You don't want to eat those food anymore because it's going to link it to how you feel.
0: Your gut gets centered. You know, your gut health really does impact your mental health. Yep. And so, once you get your soul right and your body right, that's when you really start seeing a change. And you'll start saying, wow, my gut feels better, my mind feels better, I'm not getting upset, Is I don't feel depressed and anxiety when things hit me during the day or I'm hit with a major blow in life. Um, I just feel like I have faith and hope and trust that I can move forward in that. And I, I also want to say, too, that in the Bible, it will talk about gluttony, you know. Overeating and letting your body um, just get out of control. You know, you have to remember this is God's temple. He gave it to you. And in, in a funny way, you know, you're only given one bag of bones, so you better, you, better yeah. do, you better treat it right. And in order for that to happen, you just have to remember that the first sin of Adam and Eve was what? The apple from the apple tree. So you don't. So to think that the devil, the enemy, the world, is not using food to kill you or to sin, it is. That's one of the easiest ways to get you off track. The world
1: has done such an amazing job to make you completely blind to that. Yes, people are completely blind.
0: Yeah, I mean it will. Your gut health will affect the way that you're just. The way you respond in life, and it will literally—it could literally ruin relationships because you feel insecure, you're depressed, you're in pain, you don't feel good, and then you take that out on other people in front of you, and then eventually they don't want to be around you because if you don't like being around yourself, why would anybody else want to be around you? Right. And that's why it's so important to get your soul and your mind straight first and your body will follow, and your right. body will be able to take that detox and will be able to yeah. um, just pick up new habits, and those old habits will start falling away. Exactly. And you will be a whole new person. It really is just a beautiful way of reflecting and fixing one's life. I want to read real quick uh, Romans twelve one through 2. It reads, Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy... To offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And I feel like that whole scripture right there is so powerful. Again, that's Romans 12, 1 through 2. And it just truly shows how fixing your soul and your mind and your body together um helps you have adversity and be be filled with holy holiness and the presence of god in your life and and you'll start feeling um there's another prayer that you'll just start feeling this and I've, i got this last year through every every year in january i go through a, a fasting no social media no screens and um I'm just really into deep prayer and reflection. And then I ask us to God, I just really feel like this year is gonna be a big year for me to not only do things for you, but also have personal growth and be able to uh, build adversity. And so I came up with this prayer. He gave me this prayer and it really helped even strengthen the path that was on. Every morning before I get out of bed, I say, God, please fill me and my family with the strength and energy of Samson, the courage and leadership of David. The knowledge, the wisdom, hope, faith, and trust of Daniel. And the love, patience, kindness, compassion, uh, grace, devotion to word and prayer and healing power of Jesus. And I start my morning off every morning saying that before I get out of bed. And I can honestly say it has changed my life. And when things have hit me that are great, small, and big and scary (laughs) Um, I've been able to hold that peace and have that energy to get through the day because I've been pregnant for three years now straight Um, like I said I feel like I'm just training like a thoroughbred for a triple crown or a pregnant Tom Brady and I'm just every morning just giving God (laughs) everything I have
1: Yeah, she's literally uh, two weeks away from giving birth and doing a podcast who does that
0: it's really only God doing it and like I said just two weeks Constantly fill your body, constantly fill your soul and your mind with the word, and he will come out of you and he will do great things in your life and he will heal you. And things that used to bother you and bring you down will not even phase you anymore. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I just like to thank you for listening. God bless and take care.